0: Welcome to the group chat. This is The Middle Space with Katie
1: and Georgina talking all things self-employment, anxiety, friendship and more. Hello. Welcome back. We've got Hi. a little, we've got a little a friend that's joined us today.
0: We have got a third guest called Cap who is meowing. So if you hear a meow, it's because she's hungry. Well, she's uh-huh. not hungry she just wants more food mm. you're not hungry at all but it's fine you do you babe yep, I don't um, so, you, really. how are you i'm okay thank you we've
1: yeah. got uh a... what about
0: you i'm okay my Good. flat is really warm like what there's 25 and a half degrees hmm New builds for you. Anyway, not interesting conversation, Katie. Let's move on. We've got an interesting topic this week, haven't we, my love? Yeah, we're talking um,
1: PMS and PMDD. So, why don't I tell you about my periods?
0: Let's talk about it, because this leads on from last week's episode, which if you haven't listened to, please do. We were talking about a wonderful Welsh scheme that is giving free period products to people which is great we talked a little bit about um period poverty. also i had a bit of a rant about being ashamed of periods so we're going to talk about periods because periods is a word that people should be used to hearing used to saying and we're not so we're going to talk about it go for it yeah exactly so (laughs) I am
1: lucky to have what I would consider regular periods. Mm-hmm. Um my cycle is more about 30-31 days rather than 28. So don't get they're mm-hmm. not the same time every month. They change because it's a bit longer. But um, again, relatively normal. Yeah, relatively normal. Mm-hmm. And um, I I get peer pain usually the day of my my first the period starts. And it usually lasts for about a day, but I do get ovulation pain, um, oh. which it feels as, yes, as much hurts as much as period pain, which is really strange. Um, and it's only started in the last five years or so since I turned about about twenty. Oh, really, and yeah, and for a time I was on um an IUCD, a copper coil. Mm-hmm. In that time, my periods got a little bit heavier which is a side effect but my period Mm. pain changed interestingly and it became Mm -hmm. less like a cramp and more like a stabbing pain
0: Mm -hmm. which I
1: imagine I might this is not scientific but I imagine that's the youth my uterus contracting and there's like something in there that's been like hello there's a thing here rather than just a cramp so there you go that's my
0: little overview for you very wonderful straightforward I like it that's that's good Mm. um I, how old were you, if you don't mind me asking? Do You know, I can't really remember. My age. I know I was in year seven, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe active, around the year, right? I'm, Yeah. So I was yeah, eleven I or
1: twelve. Right. And do you know what? I went to the toilet before I went to school. Pulled my knickers down,
0: mm-hmm.
1: pulled them straight back up, and went to school. Didn't say anything till I got home from school.
0: Mine was similar, except I cried at the bus stop and my dad oh. took me home. I wouldn't tell him, I'd only tell my mum. Oh, yeah. So it's funny, though, isn't it? Different way, yeah. Um, yeah. so I was 11 or 12, depending on when it was in the year, I can't remember. I was in year seven. Um, for me, my physical cycle has always been incredibly undramatic, ever since. My, you know, my mum had a very open conversation with me about, you know, it might vary, at, mm. obviously, for year two, but as it starts. I've always had 28-day cycle, um, never been overly heavy, um, no pain until I get got the copper coil, um, where I do get pain mm. a week before... Couple of days before, during my period, um, and my periods are generally a bit, bit heavier now. But again, nothing.
1: Unmanageable. Yeah, nothing
0: dramatic? No, not for me. Either. No, I, mean, I, I would
1: say I had a really good experience with mine, and I would recommend yeah. it to anybody who asked me. Yeah. Would you do it? I would totally do it. But this, I would ask for anaesthetic this time if I had it done again. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I didn't the first time, and I was uncomfortable, but. Apart from that, I would say that that was fine. Also, I would ask them to cut my strings shorter because they left mine quite long and I had them cut twice and they were still too long. So I would also uh, ask that as well.
0: No, I'd always recommend it. I've, I've had it twice. Um, once it hurt to go in. Unfortunately, mine came out, which I would like mm. to preface now that is very rare. Mm. My, I, Two thirds of mine came out, had to go through ultrasounds, but I would still pick it. Um, And the second time, hardly felt anything at all. Now, what makes my period slightly complicated again, the reason why I have the copper coil is I can't have hormonal birth control Mm -hmm. because I have PMDD. So the physical side of my period is very straightforward, the psychological isn't so much from, again, Testing has always been limited. GPs don't, they do, there isn't really a test for it. But what the doctor seems to say is, I have a sensitivity to progesterone. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the hormones involved in your cycle. Mm-hmm. It's um, basically when that rises at kind of after ovulation, my body is sensitive it, to it. And therefore, I really struggle psychologically and that's why often when you then start your period it goes down again so for example I had and they think it's possibly the reason I was on acne medication when I was eight you know so I had very early onset acne so I have so again physical part of my period is fine I really struggle mentally wise um you know from ovulation my mood takes is noticeably very very different yeah um a kind of it's like a little rain cloud moves over yeah do uh, you
1: mind if I interject and I'll just do like a definition of PMS and then PMVD yeah, yeah, yeah. so we can so anybody that doesn't know can kind of yeah. compare because PMS is the name for the symptoms that we experience in a weeks before our period and most mm-hmm. women experience this at some point, and um, every woman's symptoms are different and they vary as well. You don't—you might not have the same experience mm-hmm. every month, but it, they generally fall in, in the period of time before your period or on your period. And most mm-hmm. common, common symptoms include mood swings, um, feeling upset, anxious, or irritable, more than normal, tiredness mm-hmm. or trouble sleeping, bloating or tummy pain, breast tenderness, headaches, spotty skin, greasy hair, or changes in appetite and sex drive. Um, and the NHS advises these are things you can do that will help relieve PMS. So exercise regularly, eat a healthy balanced diet, and that might mean eating frequent, smaller meals rather than eating a bigger meal. That makes you feel uncomfortable. Getting good sleep, reducing stress, taking painkillers, and keeping a diary of symptoms, two to three cycles. So you can take this with you to see your GP. Um, mm-hmm. And there are ways to treat PMS um, if it affects your daily life, um, and that can include hormonal medication, CBT, antidepressants. um, And it's not really fully understood why women get PMS, but it's usually uh, understood to be um, because of changes in our hormone levels during our menstrual cycle and some women get affected by this more than others and that's why it varies from month to month and experiences are all different Um, and they come along with physical symptoms we get like cramps or or, you know headaches or hunger or or, or any of those things. PMDD is uh, different it stands for pre-menstrual dysphoric disorder and um, it's more severe um the symptoms can be similar but it's very intense and can have um, a greater negative impact on your daily activity and quality of life which is why it's important you keep a diary if your um pms is affecting your daily life so you can use that as kind of um, information and the symptoms include um cramps, headaches, and joint and loss of pain, behavioral symptoms, such as binge eating or problems sleeping, and then mental and emotional symptoms, such as feeling very anxious, depressed, angry, and sometimes suicidal. Um, and again, the exact causes of PMDD are unknown, but it's linked to sens- a, a greater sensitivity and changes to hormones or genetic variations that you can, can inherit from your parents. So there is more information about PMDD at MIND. You can um, head over to mind.org.uk to get some more information about um PMDD and how you can take care of yourself access treatment and guidance for your friends and family um yeah. if you experience PMDD and Katie you experience PMDD don't
0: you so I would and I'd before I move on I'd also like to add to that resource um if if and not just the PMDD but any I would advise any woman to follow Maisie Hill on Mm -hmm. Instagram she has a book as well called Period Power um and she has a podcast which are all themed on certain topics around um periods and PMS and that kind of thing and I would really recommend looking at that because I personally found the a theme of our last few episodes really informing yourself is really useful and that whole people you know people ask me how did I get diagnosed how did I know that it was PMDD now I was incredibly fortunate that a GP at my local surgery is a female health specialist Mm um so she because I think uh, there'll be a lot of people listening right now that say when I went said, Oh, I see my GP that they'll almost laugh because sorry, my cat is being an absolute <laughs> Wally um, that laugh because they get dismissed. Anything period related or, you know, um, people that have the certain reproductive organs down there kind of get left out and don't take t- t- seriously. My I guess my main things I would say is the tracking thing is really, really important. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, obviously in terms of going back to our first episode with the Roe V Wade stuff, a lot of stuff has come out in terms of the tracking apps and things like that. I would recommend Clue if you've got an app because they have pledged to not share data to people that you don't want to have your data but to be honest if they're subpoenaed then they would be required to give the information Absolutely. so a pen and paper. paper and your calendar in your phone or a notebook is just as good as anything because the first thing your doctor or healthcare professional will ask you is how long this is going on for The first thing they will say in that appointment is we can't do anything. You need to go and track it. So if you've tracked it, you will skip being sent away because you're waiting for this appointment. They will send you away and tell you to track. They're looking for habits. And my GP always said with most things, again, this is her advice to me. I wouldn't take it as gospel, but she always said it's a it's a three month rule with periods anything period related you know abnormal bleeding pain whatever when it gets to three months it's a habit it's a pattern yeah so three months is kind of your golden rule track it see what happens because the thing with PMDD is unless it starts after ov- ovulation and has disappeared by the end of your period so after the end of your bleed, it does not count as PMDD. So it has to be very, it's very specific within. Now, that's not saying that you haven't got a health issue that you need considering. But what I mean is it can't be given that PMDD label unless it's within that time frame. And people ask me, how do I know that I have PMDD? Now, the long and short answer is, basically, in that week and a half for me, between my ovulation and kind of the second or third day of my period, my life fell apart, mm. is basically the way of putting it. Now, that sounds all very dramatic, but basically, I couldn't make appointments. I work became almost impossible to do. Um, my how I felt about myself changed. Um, because for me, it was very much, um, mental health issues with me I was very lucky that even with PMDD the physical stuff was still as I said earlier fairly straightforward for me it was very much the psychological things and I basically fell into a big depression anxious thing for about a week and a half turns up and then it goes away again Mm. now I still do have certain issues of the months you know I struggled with my mental health sometimes but there was a very clear cut off start and cut off and again it my doctor said the difference between PMS and PMDD is the um seriousness
1: yeah so
0: the fact that it severely impacts your life period after period after period No, because, you know, people can feel really bloody shitty with PMS. yeah. Yeah, you can. You know, not diminishing that at all. And at the end of the day, I would maybe, you know, even if you haven't got PMDD, look at things that will help you because you shouldn't have to suffer month after month. But all I'm saying is the difference between the two is the severity and how often it occurs basically
1: yeah Uh, yeah absolutely
0: um and i think it's it's a shame that pms pmdd and it, it it almost got to the point where i mean i am much better these days because you know this is kind of developed a couple of years ago and I found ways of managing and all that kind of stuff and I would recommend anyone looking to again do not take my word for it do your own research talk to medical professionals but I was recommended vitamin b6 and magnesium to take there has been scientific proof of those but please don't take my word for it um there's ways to manage it but I was always more comfortable saying anxious depression or various unwell you know mention mentioning that was period related was not a conversation I wanted wanted to end up to because we've all had I mean we've all had the reactions of when you've said you've got PMS and you get laughed at or people yeah. say oh you must be PMS you know like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: period yeah
0: um and it's not fucking funny excuse no. my language no um and I think only people that have not suffered with it or do not have a period would laugh at it. And that's the yeah. irony. Anyone, any individual that has a period, even if you don't struggle hugely, knows it's not something to laugh yeah. at.
1: Yeah, you have to bleed for a week out of four every week.
0: You are, you are you are evacuating your uterus yeah you're sorry to put it incredibly bluntly but to anyone listening who feels embarrassed about how much they struggle during their period or even if they don't struggle but just get a little bit annoyed at it you are shedding the inside of your reproductive organs yeah and even if there is no complications with that, you know, even if you haven't got endometriosis or PCOS or anything like that or any PMDD or anything like that, are, that are known to increase the difficulties with your period, with your menstruation, even without any of those things, you are shedding the lining of your of a bodily organ. Give yeah. yourself some credit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, great. And um, if you need, if you if
0: you're looking for some some
1: reading and to better mm-hmm. understand your um, reproductive system, everything yeah. going on, um, I recommend a book called The Gyney Geek: uh, Your No Nonsense Guide to Down the Healthcare from Doctor mm-hmm. Anita. I think it's Mitra Mitra. I'm not sure, um, but she's on Instagram as the Gynie Geek. She is a full time NHS Obs yeah. and Gynie doctor. Um, and she does all these cool drawings that help you understand all of the different things around yeah. our gynecological um, yes. l- experience um, yeah. that you might not know, might not have learned in biology, might have to Google and feel completely freaked out about. Um, and yeah, she tries to make it less scary to have a vagina.
0: And so, I think this this is the thing... Really you know, I do feel as people that menstruate, we, and I say this as a teacher, we, we have been let down mm. in terms of being educated on um, our periods. You know, I know as a teacher that periods very much come under sex ed at schools. And in my personal opinion, it shouldn't. Because sex in the act of sexual intimacy, having sex with somebody is a choice to have between two adults, two consenting adults. Yeah. A period happens to every person that has the biologically female gendered um, sexual organs from a young age and I know there will be people listening to this now that don't know where our vagina hole is and where our pee hole is and where our poo hole is yeah there will be confusion and I'm not saying that to shame you because I do not believe in that but what I'm saying is if that's the case then we have been we have been let you've been let down because you should know that and it's the reason why we don't know that isn't an oversight it isn't a um an accident it wasn't the case of you were off school for a week in primary school it was the fact that we haven't been told enough yeah as yeah when we're not told enough and you know what I was about to say people with that have periods haven't been told enough ignore that people that don't have periods people that have penises should be told about it yeah I because I feel like without it's a, a period we all don't exist i know you know this isn't a and i say it in inverted commas this is not a woman's issue this is an everybody issue however you identify yeah. and whatever you have in your pants. We should be talking about it and like we talk about a bleed on our arm, some people also bleed from their vagina and this is how the world goes round and going back to my rant and I'm doing the second rant on the same thing in the second week, we shouldn't be embarrassed about it.
1: No, I, I, I agree completely. Um, I agree completely. We'll share also some resources and people that you can follow that will help you yeah um, absolutely what feel more confident and then um and who talk openly about it from a from a non-expert point of view and then also mm-hmm. some resources of people that do talk about it from an expert point of view are those educated um to doctorate to doctorate level or to the medical yeah. doctors that will be able to break down some of their understanding because it is a really scary thing to i mean i think it's i can I, I think it's easy to say as well i think it's 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 just as scary to own a penis because we don't understand all of the potential medical things Mm -hmm. that go on with penises Mm -hmm. and I'm no way qualified to talk about that at all but also we have no um, we are not educated enough about what goes on gynecologically so um, basically yeah Talking about it, being open about it is the most important thing. And I think that segues onto again, we're segueing onto your rant, Katie. Because I'm inviting you um, again, once again, to rant.
0: We we basically we ought to tell we ought to change the name of this podcast to Katie has a rant and you all listen to me. Um basically my <laughs> rant off it's a very like I mean it feels like a very superficial rant, but actually it in infe- fact it affects my life on a daily basis because So I was out, I thought, oh, looking at the weather forecast as you have to do in this country because it goes from one extreme to the other in about 20 minutes at the moment, it seems. Mm -hmm. So I thought, oh, okay, it looks quite nice. I've kind of made the intention over the last couple of months that I need to be more active working at home. I sit on my arse a lot of the time, right? So I'm going to go out and I'm going to go for a walk. It all looks clear. I get to the park. I'm half a mile in. And it starts to effing rain. So I end up having to get back in my car after a mile, manage to not get too wet. I drive home, sitting in my flat going, oh, you know, wish I'd walked a little bit longer, but okay, I did something, whatever. Then it comes bright sunshine. Yeah, And I'm like, like, the motivation is hard enough to find. And then you manage to motivate yourself to go out And then it seems like the world kind of does the two fingers and goes, no, we don't want you to do that. We're not going to encourage you. We're not going to say, oh, well done, Kate, for going on a walk, all this kind of stuff. No, it decides to fucking piss it down. And then I go home and then the sun comes out. And the thing is, like, the reason why it gets me angry is because it actually really does piss me off because the motivation is fucking hard. Like, I find it so hard to motivate myself I don't I, I think I know it's a normal thing but I particularly find it's one of my main like ADHD things like it's just a I've motivated myself to go and do something different to be proactive and then may, may, maybe That's it's really just hard. me finding excuses as someone always says you know it's not bad weather; it's just bad clothing or whatever the bloody quote is but it just really pissed me off I agree it's I think it's more like you could have just helped me out weather gods and stayed sunny and it'd been fine
1: yeah blame the weather gods
0: yeah how dare I, don't, them. I, don't, I don't have a
1: rant today my intention for the next oh. week is to find a rant <laughs> For the next
0: episode. I see what you did there, babe. <laughs> well, I, can, I can rant and you can I feel like my rant. intention should be stop ranting and making excuses and actually go and do it. No. But then again, I, I think we all know that that is, that is not healthy, not helpful, but I don't know, maybe there is something in actually, you know, that situation would have been easily solved if I'd just taken a brolly. Um, but
1: yeah no don't worry about it when the weather's shit anyway yeah. what's your intention my love not it's not making excuses it's not um the weather
0: my intention oh god um my in... you know what actually let's let um let's make that a slightly more positive intention um not to blame myself for things that are out of my control i like it i like it That's the good. weather circles of I,
1: circles i cannot control sorry yeah um, circles of control something in the circle controls everything indeed. outside the circle you can't control yes, and focus on what's in your circle not outside your circle my dad always taught me that even though i never took it on board because i'm just anxious <laughs> Annie. he was great and said it did i listen nope but, but I it's will kind of... practice my circle situation.
0: <laughs> circle. Anyway, we will see you. And on that note, time. we're going, yeah, we're going slightly and enough. so yeah, we'll, we'll go. Our,
1: we're going to keep, we're going to keep our theme of female rights, yes. women's rights, those who experience pregnancy, periods, and PMS, PMDD rights, mm-hmm. anyone who experiences those. So, if, if it's not your interest, then go away because we're not to stop.
0: Nope. Never. Okay. Bye. See you later.